0: a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions within five minute walk neighborhoods. Travel end to end in 20 minutes. Designed by world leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide 170 kilometers long and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. The line is designed as a series of unique communities providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive. The line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world.
1: I don't know about you lads, but I think someone took the the saying "drawing a line in the sand" a little bit too literally. Oh! I think they crossed the line there. <laughs> yeah, I think they crossed the line there. <laughs> I, I definitely crossed the line on that joke. So,
2: gentlemen, welcome to this week's podcast. Have you noticed that I'm not speaking at all just because of how bad that joke was?
1: Yeah, but they don't know that. So yeah, sure. Microphones right, Fair off. enough. So let me just crack that drink of mine. Um, we are talking about the line, something that's recently come out um, from Saudi Arabia, which I've. Had across all my social media platforms recently. Mm. I'm not sure about you, gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. Is just seemed to be this crazy city. So I'm mm. going to read you a little bit of a blurb of the line from the Wikipedia because it's the most re- reasonable source of information, it's the most reliable source. It's a primary. Oh, I, was, I was saying that sarcastically. It's a pri- <laughs> It's a
2: primary and secondary source simultaneously. It's a rare oh, thing. Jamie and I move on. Jamie and uh, I, I are eyes staring eyes, at each yeah. other. I love yeah, okay, no, let's not get into okay. the debate. Just let's... because I flush my wipes
1: down the toilet, it's fine. Oh, uh, don't like... flush your wipes <laughs> in the toilet. We'll come to that. That's another podcast. Ah. James is seething at the moment. Okay, the line is a proposed smart linear city in Saudi Arabia in part of the Neon Projects. So it's part of Tabuk, which is like the northwest region of uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's currently under construction. is designed to have zero cars, zero streets, zero carbon emissions. 170 kilometers long, as you heard from that little video played from the NeoMs uh, YouTube channel. It's part of the Saudi Vision's 2030 project, with Saudi Arabia claiming to create 380,000 jobs and add $48 billion to the country's GDP. The line will be the first developed, um, uh, is a $500 billion city uh, with an anticipated population of 9 million. The city will be powered entirely by renewable energy and consists of three layers, one being the the surface area for pedestrians, that's the 500 meters above ground that we see, one level underground for standard infrastructure, and another one for transport. Um, These include a high-speed rail system that will get you from one side of the city to the other side of the city or anywhere on that area within 20 minutes reaching speeds of 512 kilometers per hour this will be the fastest existing high-speed rail at at the time of announcement this also have artificial intelligence in the city using predictive uh, predictive and data models to figure out the ways to improve life and high security i don't know about you gentlemen but that was a lot to take in for me
3: yeah i also saw the robots are being used for farming and to deliver food to residents as well which is insane
1: which is insane which makes more sense if you have no cars or things you need to have a, an alternative method so overall first takes my uh, f- james what's your first, my first initial
3: thoughts was when i first saw like the model of the building i just remembered a conference i was sitting in um on energy australia with like climate resilient communities and some, one thing they're looking into was using less concrete for buildings and um using less enclosures where heat gets captured. So your standard car parks, for example, that are contributing to things like um, uh, heating of, of the earth, um, having a fully reflective building that goes along is a great step to making a climate resilient line. That was my first initial thought, just looking at the model.
1: Okay, so I've got I've got counterpoints on that, but I'll bring that up. And, and we'll, we'll talk about different parts of the building um, as, they, as they arise, but I'll, I'll come back to the glass facade later. Um, Paddy, what is your first take on the line?
2: My first take was it's just the different – it's like, oh, this is new. This is a bit unique, like Mm. incredibly unique, considering the fact that, you know, for the past, you know, however long cities have been constructed and manufactured and just been, uh, you know, planned throughout, you know, the last centuries. They've always been either – one or two ways, either a grid format or, you know, some type of like circle based where you just keep working out and out and out. Yeah. So system instead yeah. of, or, but currently we're now in a, but I think this is sort of like a weird response to the, the common like saying that we're no longer working outwards in cities. Now we're now working up like that, And that's why there's so many sky rises. Like, and that was kind of like when mm. sky rises yep. and, and uh, apartment buildings kind of became, the now in, like yeah. the very in the latest 20th century Oh I
1: believe I think that's an actual Like a real natural Like symptom of um, Exponential growth In population mm. Yeah Because like If you look at certain cities Examples are like If you look at the history Of Dunedin Which is a, a little Little city in um, New Zealand It was designed And developed In Scotland Mm. So pretty much before they even arrived, they went, we have this little area, we have this cove, we've designed the city, this is the town centre, this is the things. It's they the... wanted a very collective like group. And then they took boats over and built the exact design they developed in a different uh, the other side of the world. Yeah, and that makes sense as well. Yeah, yeah. Isn't
2: and... isn't Dunedin actually the largest city in the world, even though... Not half... even close. No, no, no. But it's like it's because its city boundaries are so far out from the oh, actual possibly. city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, they I mean. probably expand it.
1: But then you plot. look at other places, like if you look at... Um, really ancient cities. So you look at your Rome's, your London's, um, ones which have been part of like Civilization for hundreds of years. They're quite radial and like exponential growth. They're a fucking mess. Let's be perfectly. They look here. dirty. They yeah, look yeah. old. But then you look at new cities, for example, like New York, which had a grid system. They had in mind. Wow, the city design doesn't work. Let's try something new. Let's go grid. And it was a, it revolutionized for a little bit. It's very easy to maneuver. Same for like Melbourne mm. compared and, to Sydney.
3: And now very complex as our growth yes. takes place.
1: Yes. And one of the things I really, I really took away from this is the fact that they have an entire city without public or private car use, without roads. For me, that actually makes a lot of sense. And having a long city where you can have one rail system, one realistically, a few sets of tracks, but only in one direction that doesn't need a turn, this needs to go forward, back and stop. That makes sense to me. You could have it taking passengers or you can have it taking cargo. Mm-hmm. And by alleviating pulling the cars out, the amount of like area of a city that's designated to just like above ground roads is ridiculous. Like if you got rid of roads in cities, like imagine every car just broke down, doesn't work. You need to now imagine how much room and like real estate you now have access to. So like it makes sense for me to have a future city with like such foresight to take cars on main roads. Off the main streets, off from visible—that hmm. makes sense to me. So I liked that idea initially, but I think that's a lot of what other people are enjoying about the line.
3: Well, on that, what amazes me is it takes away this whole idea of two-dimensional travel and allows for more three-dimensional travel. Right? If you have to drive to school, it's like ten k's down the road. Yeah. Now it's like, oh yeah, just go up three levels and yes. go three hundred meters down the road. You're at school. Like, it's it's a hundred and seventy k- kilometers long. Versus, say, 6,000 kilometers of road. So, you're going up, down, left, right, rather than just straight, just back and forth. The only three-dimensional travel we do now is, say, you go to an office for work. Your office is on the 33rd level, for example. That's the only type of three-dimensional travel we see now.
1: Yeah, and one of the things they pointed on was wherever you are in the line. I find such a weird line—a uh, name for a place. But anywhere in the line, it's five minutes walk or public transport to anywhere you need to go. Is that to work? Is it to school? Is it to the shops? Is it to hospitals? Is it to the yeah. other end of the line? Five minutes. Well, they said twenty minutes from transport, but five minutes walking or public transport to anything that 20 minutes in
2: it, twenty minutes for 170k correct 512
1: yeah. kilometers an hour is it's playing they have like a bullet train in there or something yes yeah, so it'll be the Un- underground rail be, yeah. it won't be a bullet train it'll be a maglev um, vacuum seal train so the same one that um, uh, Musk is doing uh, the underground one the boring company um, they're yeah. the trying to design one around Las did Vegas did he abandoned
3: that once and now he's gone back into it and then he abandoned it again it's been he's... going on for 10 years yeah.
1: man like, but the idea behind it stands because people go, we need a faster transport system. That is the next natural step. Anyways, we're off Ooh. the topic. But okay, let's let's talk a different topic. So the first topic I'll ask you both, and we'll get our opinions on, is what do you reckon it is be like to live in this city, Patty.
2: I know. I feel like almost like a weird totalitarian society. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't. I'm not. Don't, I'm saying it because it's in uh, the countries in which is Saudi Arabia. I'm saying it more yeah. the fact that the way it's kind of like designed, it's almost like uh, you kind of mentioned it off. The, yeah, it's, like, it's almost like Snowpiercer or... Yeah. So almost like a... I see it more as like a weird Logan's Run. Yeah. I don't know uh, if you ever saw no. Logan's Run, but Logan's Run is this like 70s movie with like... It was, it was, a, it was a B movie. It's, it's not that great. But everyone has... It's really... It's incredibly futuristic, even mm-hmm. though it's set, you know, 50 years in the future. But everyone, when they reach 30 or... Tw- no, when they reach 28 is automatically beamed up. And selected to go to the next life, which is outside of this dome that everyone lives under. Yeah. And no one knows what's outside of the dome. So I'm kind of thinking that with this one line, you're never going to... you're never going to go outside the line.
3: Oh, no, you can't. Yeah. So they've said you have immediate, immediate access to yeah, outside but,
1: nature. But what's,
2: but what's the point of going it's, outside the line when it's
1: just desert? That's the good point. There's nothing outside. There's nothing the, to the see, The whole yeah. point of building the line here was the only thing there are some natural, um, like natural tribes. Um, and that's something, again, I'll touch on a bit later as well because that's also a bit of a hot topic. Um, but I feel like, personally, I feel like, you know that, that scene from Rick and Morty where they're talking about... Uh, Van Johnson's or no it's like um, District Johnson something it's like we can't send more than three uh, Van Johnson's or something here do you know what I'm talking about Paddy vaguely vaguely yeah. yeah it's like talking about like districts imagine like like okay it'd be great to have an area where you're stuck in this like you only need to be within 300 meters of your home to get everything done in your day but ones of your Tinder, do you, is your Tinder no longer a radio thing where you set it to like 160 meters, 160 kilometers wide? Do you have to set it on certain areas? I feel like Do you t- have like districts, he's like, I'm district three. Oh, you're district three? <laughs> We're district one. Like, is there going to be a social yeah. divide there? Yeah, I fe- you're touching on one it's point. It's almost like Hunger late. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it feels like <laughs> districts from Hunger Games, but it's like the length down the line. And ones if you're on like the very end of the line. So you're furthest away from the ocean. Because it's built on the, so it's built on the northwestern uh, area. It starts um, near like, uh, like a, a gulf. Border. like a weird, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's kind of near this, this area that they're trying to build a bridge between Egypt and Saudi Arabia. So New will be a natural kind of city around it. It's very touristy, um, but it'll go pretty much 170 kilometers straight uh, horizontal yeah. on a map. Once you the very furthest end, like it feels like you're going to be considered the poor area if you're so far regional.
3: I don't think it has much to do with how far or close you are to the water. I think it's based on levels and layers as well. I see this is what I'm so annoyed about. Like, it it looks like this massive, like, sort of dystopia, Mm. like, altogether, where you're so restricted to this, like, one linear, really long place that you can't go outside. Like, it's like, oh, Mm. yeah, it's based on how far you go across is what you see and what you can do, not how much you can sort of branch out. What if you want to travel, like the idea of traveling to a different place would become so foreign.
1: I don't think it would. I mean, what the, the, a few questions I had in mind was, one, where do you put the airport? Because with a radial city, you effectively put the airport right in the middle, like Sydney does, where it's like 20 minutes to get to the CBD, or you put it way out wide, like Avalon for Melbourne, or um, there's Avalon and there's another one. I, I reckon... Yeah, But how do you get to the, if you wanted to be on one side... With the line, you just yeah, have the airport near the dock. There's already an airport set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no. always, it's near the dock. Neon, but if you, Neon it, Bay. Yeah. And if it takes 20 minutes to get to any point on the line, if you could be furthest away, it's 20 minutes to the airport and there's a there's a boat so you can take cruises or shipping or fly out. So it's 20 minutes to the airport. That's pretty good. I think that's fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think travelling isn't that big of an issue. No, I mean, so
3: my point was if you travel from, like, if you live in the line and you travel mm-hmm. somewhere else, you're just like, this is so different to my normal living way of life say in 20, 30 years time where you've grown up in this place and you're seeing different parts of the world some might think oh yeah that's pretty cool like it's just different but I would be like this is really restricted so imagine like living in this place and then going to say London where like well actually London's pretty condensed but say Sydney where everything's so widespread and it's just like Mm. I feel like there's so much more to explore rather than it just being 20 minutes up and down a line.
1: But nope. then you talk about the convenience, like, oh my God, you guys have to drive 30 minutes to get to yeah. the shops. You no, need to so do this and that.
2: I want to use Sydney as an example for yeah. what the line is because you said when we were talking about the classes and, you know, like, we was able at the districts and, like, we were comparing it to, like, the Hunger Games where they're like, oh, like, District 3 to District 1, oh, so what's better? It's not going to... At first, it won't be like that. However, over time, it will have... there'll be There'll be this be natural, natural progression where... Businessmen or businessmen, women, whatever, will realize. Oh, there are more successful people in like the the closest to the yeah. port, or in maybe, or the natural progression would be. Oh, actually, all everything's happening in the very center yeah. of the uh, of the line. So okay, we'll work this way and work outwards. Yeah, with Sydney, it was like that. Like when we started in Sydney Harbour and we went outwards. Yeah. naturally the outside we move more inwards and that's yeah, where the, the outwards ones were always like oh we're further away from the city great 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 but now as we're getting into the into into the yeah. future we want to be closer to the city, we want to be closer to the action yeah, and a yeah it's interesting transport. so
3: yeah this this reminded me of a game that i played when i was a kid called star wars knights of the old republic where the first mission you land on a planet called talus and talus is like a city where all like the rich people lived on the top level and there's like three underground cities mm. and it started with obviously everyone seeing it as oh everyone's got equal opportunity but over time it was like oh no nah, the people down below are just like mm, yes. well, similar to the movie the platform where it was like yes. if you're a lower platform you're like of lower yeah. class so you have to be able to manage that and like I don't like talking about the politics and society part of it because it's not my domain oh, but that's how well, I
2: see we'll
1: we talk about that in a little I, bit later as well I
2: think the politics aspect it's so hyper hypoth- like it's almost almost like a what What's that H word? The guy scientists. Hypothetical. Not hypothetical. It's like a a, a hypothesis. Thank you. It's it's all it's all up in the air right now. It's just guesswork.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I I also agree with Patty though. But like um, I generally believe that given enough time, natural class divide will push people out. They'll be like, you know what? This restaurant does really well. They're gonna and then another restaurant opens up. This becomes the restaurant district. Hmm. It starts buying out all like the residential places. It becomes this is the place to have dinner imagine if you're like you know this company's doing really good tech stuff it becomes a tech industry a little silicon valley as a district it pushes out all the residential um and so like you start seeing hot spots along the line of this is where to go for this this is where to go for that yeah and then you'll naturally see money shift actually if you want to be if you want to have money you got to live in this area or that area it'll just be a natural thing the same way in Sydney. Some of the areas Back then Like Piermont And uh, like uh, Potts Point Which are really run down Even Redfern Which was really really bad Back in the day is now considered Really really valuable Because of
3: all the hubs All the hotspots They got there Good restaurants Mm. Good nightlife Whatever So you'll
1: you'll naturally see Like not gentrification But you'd see like This social Like split Where something would rise One area would go Mm. better Than the others The other ones would look worse In comparison And that's why I imagine Mm. 100% will happen It's a natural Human evolution thing
3: Saudi Arabia is interesting. Like they're very conservative. They have zero nightclubs. They don't believe in like going out and drinking and getting on. The, no, like, no, that's it, not true. If they, you if you look it up, right, how many nightclubs in Saudi Arabia? It comes up saying zero.
1: Well, that's because like Saudi Arabia and the AUE, like there's a there's a little bit to it. There, there's it's a very complex issue to talk about, um, and the legal system is actually another area that I want to talk on. Um, but generally speaking, there there is there is a fairly good nightlife to it
3: in Saudi Arabia. Yes. I'd imagine this wouldn't be the case. Are you, are you, you know? not
2: sure you're talking about the, um, like where Doha is and like
1: Dubai? No. Was well, I mean, Dubai's its own separate country? There's Again, this is a quite a political thing. where like, I don't want to get I too think. far into it because I'm not too, uh, 100% sure on it, but the idea behind it was like, Dubai ran with Saudi Arabia. It split off, so it's technical legal laws in terms of tax, is Different from Saudi Arabia, so you can allow better business and like transport and um, in- inviting international and global enterprise, which is exactly what Neo M's doing with the line. They yeah. have its own legal law system, but in terms of the criminal system, it's the exact same.
3: So it'll run on the roads under so its own government. AUE
1: has uh, English speaking courts for business matters, but Criminal matters—it's still the same laws. Well, I
3: mean, that makes sense. Yeah, you can't yeah. really deviate much from mm. criminal law. Whereas, like, I understand with the way of living over there, you yeah. sort of need your own governing body to. So regulate maybe we maybe
1: just talk about the legal part. Mm. Yeah. So the way they're talking about get the it, boring stuff out of the yeah, way yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On the website, they actually say we're going to have very progressive laws, and what they effectively is what's being read between the lines <laughs> there is that nice they one. will use they will apply the same business laws that they apply to the AUE, where. Um, the like in businesses, Google, Apple will be invited to participate, have hubs in the city, um, but their laws will be like global international laws. So they're not gonna be constrained by local regional ones. However, the criminal laws will still apply. For certain areas of um like Homosexuality is still Very much illegal That was still Applying the line
3: Is this all speculative though? Because there's nothing like that's well, I mean, been like,
1: published on Saudi Arabia has Historically had a very long Bad track record Very conservative With criminal laws well. And international Visitors And changes like that Yeah I mean they they mm. still up in the air That yeah. the guy that announced it Killed a Washington Post Journalist Cut him up In a consulate And shipped his body out Saudi
2: Arabia is usually One of those uh, Is one of you know Five, five to ten countries whenever a Disney movie comes out where it's like, they, oh, we're yeah. not releasing this due they to parts LGBTQI the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, representation. Yeah. In the so, movie.
1: But the thing is they have been very clear historically that they're not changing the criminal law system with the line, why would they change their methods so far? They don't look like they're changing their legal system criminally. Hmm. The tax system, they'll do it because it invites business in, but the criminal system will stay the same, which then raises questions. Yeah. yeah, is it worth having a hub here when I know half our workers are just going to get discriminated against?
3: Mm. Well, this is, yeah, and this is the thing. Like, there's no even if you try and combat against this. Saudi Arabia have lots of money that they just blow on crazy things. Like we see this across all the industry where if something breaks, I'll just be like, oh, we don't care about improving the technology. We'll just pay to get it fixed. I feel like you take that precedent. Like, we have all the money in the world. You can't convince us to change our way of living mm. at all because we can just use that to manipulate you.
1: Well, something that I, I also noticed was like the changing way of living, right? Saudi Arabia is the second largest um, reserve of nat- oil and natural gas, right? One of the reasons they have become such a powerhouse in the market, they can control. They have a massive seat at the table. This is a city that's 100% renewable energy powered, no petrol cars. And, re- no, and no fuel renewable
3: water as well.
1: Fuel, uh, renewable water, 100% carbon offset. This feels quite materially different from how they have... Uh, gone about issues in the past. It feels like Saudi Arabia is actually pushing more for climate change than Australia is to, uh, until recently. But yeah, it, it feels weird that I don't know about you, gentlemen, but it feels weird that Saudi Arabia is being so aggressive and so progressive um, towards battling climate change, having a zero emission city.
3: I think they just use that to offset their plan. That just go, oh, we're gonna, we want to build this for. of reasons we're not telling you but hey like one of the big resilient things we can do is combat against climate change so let's chuck that as our main headline to make those progressive countries buy into our plan and um, support us. Yeah. So uh, as you, you would, it makes sense for them to do that.
1: So do you reckon they're saying it just to buy in and they're not actually going to be 100% renewable or 100% carbon offset? Or? Well, no,
3: I think they will because it's so easy for them to do. Like, we, we have, they have the technology to do it, they have the money to spend on it. And if they for start them, with it, if they start from the ground
1: up with that as the goal, yeah, it's a lot easier than, say, yeah. a city that's already been built like New it's, York. To make it carbon offset.
3: I think they got no reason to go like against it. It's not going to cost them more than it would to, I don't know, run a coal plant in the next to the line. You're not going to do that. For them to use renewables, it yeah. t- makes more sense. But that's not going to be the thing that gets them sleeping at night and gets them awake in the morning. They're going to be looking at 90% of other things that haven't been spoken about yet. Yeah. What we know now is, hey, guys, we have this new line we're building. Everything's going to be renewable. It's going to be all happy, lovey-dovey this utopia, yeah. and that's what, what, what's going to cause people to buy into it.
1: All right, I'm going to change to a different topic on the line just because you mentioned renewable energy. And so I'm going to talk about infrastructure. So one, I'm going to first about energy. And so renewable energy, it's going to be 100% renewable energy powered. Yep. How? The, the obvious answer is solar panels, solar panels for days. Where do you put them? You're not going to put them on the roof because one, if, and again, this is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide. Like that's the, the cross section of the line above surface. There's other areas under the ground. If you had this Empire State Building, you put solar panels on the roof, it would power maybe one floor of the yeah, Empire State Building. So because the solar panels yeah, simply
3: aren't big enough in footprint, they're right?
1: Not, they're, no, the efficiency is not there. You need larger areas of them. So would you have one massive solar farm at the start of the line, which powers everything? Or would you have like little solar farms every like few kilometers on the outside? Or are you going to have like a wind farm off the coast? I don't know, but the wind speeds in Saudi Arabia, but the desert might have a bit, might have some that you can grab. But again, then you need to have battery systems and transmission. It is easier as a line to do, but you that's assuming you have generators consistently placed all the way across the line. How are they going to do that?
3: Okay. So this is... This is what I thought, and I'm not suggesting this because it's not my background. I'm simply asking you, as someone who's heavily into renewables, yeah. being on like heavily rocky land that's really warm, could they harvest the geothermal power of Earth to it power is this? So
1: th- I had a conversation with the because co- I I don't
3: this, yeah. I'm a bit soft when it comes to geothermal energy just because yeah. of how inefficient it can be.
1: It is inefficient, but when you've got so much of it, it doesn't matter. That's and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look
3: how much look how much like yeah. rocky like, land, like, ge- geotechnically, mm. you could easily harvest geothermal pe- I think, like, from a high-level point yeah. of view, but w- asking someone like yourself about it would it, make it...
1: It would be... So, the, the problems with geothermal is, well, one of the things they say about geothermal is, like, shale oil. So, shale oil was really cracked in the 2016 by the US when they found out a better way to mine it. Yeah. Effectively, geothermal exists everywhere around the world. Yeah. So, sorry, let's
3: could- let's just take a step back. And so, Patty in the audience, what is geothermal energy in the nutshell? Uh, yeah, sorry, I've yeah. explained
1: it. So, geothermal is the idea that... Idea. that You've got heat underground, which is just energy. And so if you can tap into that energy, you can harness it. The problem, generally speaking, is places it's just too far away. Like you have to drill through really tough rock or whatnot. Places like New Zealand, I think some places in Scandinavia where the geothermal energy is a bit closer to the surface, they're being able to tap it and pull it out a lot easier. So mm. effectively, what you're doing is you're drilling a big pipe down. You're pumping down water. It comes back as steam, and then you run it like a steam plant. So so, very so, simply.
3: So, so this was what I wanted to touch on because they're using renewable water, and there's a water body right next to them. Eventually, they could use that treated water to cool down everything that goes back into the earth because you need that recycled stream, right, for geothermal mm. energy. So that's why I thought it would make a lot of sense to do that. If, like, my theory would be yes, correct.
1: The only problem with it is with geothermal unless you have a massive advancement or a real click in the need for geothermal, where you're like, we found out a way to mine through like diamond at 1,000th of the cost, it won't make sense to do. And I don't know how deep the geothermal resource is under that line, but even if you have it, you have to do it big. So you're going to have one plant at the start effectively or at one of the ends, drilling all the way down. You don't know how far down it is until you start drilling or you start doing surveying. And then tap that resource. And then what happens if that cable gets cut? What happens if that plant yeah. goes off? You're gone. This you're is fucked. the thing.
3: Like Saudi Arabia has so much fucking money that I feel like they just don't mm-hmm. care. They're like, all right, how much is it to um, draw down here? Oh, it's probably like $48 hmm. billion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like 5% of our budget for next year. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. Like, Have you guys said how much insane. this is going to
1: cost? $500 billion by the new so project, I, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, I saw 700, $717 billion, but yeah, close enough.
1: Yeah. Um, Might be US or versus Australia Exactly but, yeah. I, I think it was Australian
3: US. Because it was yeah. 100, 100 to
2: 200 billion US
3: Okay uh, yeah. 100 to that, 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 that seems that very seems under really budget well, Because Saudi Arabia alone that's, that's, that's
2: estimated
1: budget Okay, uh,
3: That's way under budget Because Saudi Arabia alone Have budgeted 28 billion dollars For water treatment projects yeah, Next yeah, year yeah.
1: So they've they, I, I pulled The one from Wikipedia Says 500 billion um, the, But the Okay So the energy part aside, the side, the renewable energy area, because you can't just put solar panels on the side and you just ruin the view. The glass itself, I'll talk about the building part another time, but um, you can't put solar panels anyway. So you can have the solar panels on the outside of the line every now and then. Like, it's a string of solar panels to just yeah. power it, and a lot of them, considering 9 million people need to be powered can't here. Can't
3: do hydroelectric. I tried looking at the land in the area. It doesn't seem that mm. feasible.
1: Okay. Um, Is well, it, isn't it mirrored? It's a mirrored surface on the outside. Again, 500 meter tall glass. Imagine looking up at 500 meters of glass. Look up at 500 I, meters and then it goes 170 kilometers what's the, to the what's, right.
2: What's the most, like, what's the common, like, weather temperature in Saudi Arabia?
3: I'd imagine it'd be quite
1: warm, right? It'd be yeah. hot during the days, cold at night. It's and, like, because it's like a valley, yeah. It's yeah. got that very sort of valley.
2: I was, I was thinking that, like, That would just put the salt where the glass is. That that would be all solar panels on the side. Yeah,
1: I mean you can put. So the 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 issue with that one is if you put solar panels there, most solar panels are completely opaque. You can't see through them. So you've just given off like 500 meters of view gone.
3: And like you're right next to a saltwater basin as well. The risk of corrosion is. It's not actually. It's not too
1: high. It's not too high. The other other solution is you have semi-transparent solar cells. And by the time it comes around, that might be viable. Right now, they just break down within like 30 days of being produced. So they're not really great for 170 kilometers and they are very expensive. So hmm. that volume is, is probably too high for the time being. Yeah. Okay, enough of energy. Let's go over to wastewater. Because <laughs> I have a few questions for you, Jimmy. Oh, please
3: hit me up. All right, be so to talk about this. Uh,
1: in wastewater, what is your initial feeling about a city that's 170 kilometers long how are they going to manage wastewater or storage oh, in water in general? Sorry, yeah. like
3: in terms of the length, no, I have no problem with this at all. Sydney's wastewater line system is 6,000 kilometers long. So to me, the length is, I'm already looking at going, okay, that's that's one good step into the future. There's less energy that's being used for pumping and whatnot. Mm. But I actually went ahead and like, I was like, really had to think about this and actually use models to predict what I think it's going to be. So Okay, go for it. I will just go through this. So I've used um, Australian um, certified empirical engineering calculations to do this, so... None of it I've pretty much not pulled it out of my ass what I've pulled out of my ass is the assumption so mm-hmm. these calculations are uh, assuming that are uh, <coughs> yeah deserved <laughs> um, we're not accounting for the growth of population which is a fair assumption because they have said it's for nine yeah. million residents um, the other assumption is um, so Saudi Arabia has a population of 34 million people um, nine million yeah. is roughly twenty five percent so I'm assuming the resources are roughly all 25 which is probably not a fair assumption but Um, what I needed for a calculation. So, you can go with that. All right. So, based on that, um, residentially, uh, Saudi Arabia has roughly six people per lot. So, that's about 1.5 million lots at an equivalent population of 3.5. What equivalent population means is the amount of people who are dumping... So, pretty much the amount of people... (laughs) The amount of biodegradable oh, oxygen. Dumping, yeah. <laughs> the amount of biodegradable oxygen going into the sewer system. So in a nice way, that's like saying the amount of shit that bacteria can eat, okay. pretty much. Um, industry, uh, sorry, commercial. Um, we're looking at about uh, 900 schools, so about 300 million.
1: 900 schools.
3: Based on based on the how many schools Saudi Arabia have, and just taking that 25% factor. Oh. Um, so 3 million students and teachers at 0.2 population equivalent. 126 hospitals, um, so about 18,000... Sorry, 189,000 beds. Uh, industry, we're looking... I've guesstimated 2,500 restaurants, 200 food uh, factories, 10 textile factories, and 875 chemical plants and well other done. plants. Yeah. Okay, so based on those numbers, we should have about 1,500 megaliters of sewage a day from the tile. Uh, between 15 to 1600 so that's just based on the model that mm. i made it could be way off but based on the calculations yeah. we do um that's a lot of fucking wastewater and sorry 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 for the loudness i'm just you know getting very rolled up over this topic yeah yeah is so that is
2: that per day
3: per okay. day megalitres per day of so, wastewater. so how
2: many shits per annum uh, uh, let's
3: let's do not, the calculations later. That, that, but that's right, uh, okay. very very yeah. Uh, that's nine million people shitting. So, so
1: when you picture one hundred and fifty, well, one hundred fifty, fifteen hundred mega, fifteen hundred megaliters of poo a day, um, or just wastewater. Are you imagining there's one facility to deal with all of this, or several facilities like every thirty kilometers?
3: So this is where it gets interesting. If you actually look at the model of the tile, there's about two or three water bodies along the tile. Mm-hmm. What I'm imagining they'll do is underground wastewater treatment, yep. where they'll eventually they'll take all the all the solids out to begin with, like you do, um, yeah. process the water. That a lot of that water will then go back to be Renewable uh, water that people drink and like use for showering, like watering their plants or whatnot. Um, some of that will be discharged to the ocean through that river basin, mm-hmm. and the solids will be reused as um, agriculture, <laughs> like like snow Yeah, absolutely fertilizer. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, fertilizer they'll be using agriculture. So very very promising with what they can do. The yeah. facilities underground facilities would need to be absolutely huge though. But what I think would be cool is those pumping stations. They will need to pump both the water and the wastewater instead of being along the tile you'd have them on multiple layers so you're not worried about pumping 170 Mm. kilometers up and down it's just forward and back yeah so you have literally all those facilities look i'm imagining like because you got it's 200 meters wide right yeah the actual thing so between the glass and where people actually live i reckon it's going to be about 30 to 40 meters of um infrastructure and industrial practices that pretty much no one can
1: see or no one can hear. No, no. So what they've said is there's going to be two floors underground, one being the standard transport and infrastructure setup. So that's where the pipes and electricity cables and things will go on the first floor under, and then underneath that is like the transport hubs. See, I, I,
3: I don't agree with that way of doing it. I think it should be layered on top of each other. It makes much more sense from an energy and resource point of view because you don't have to worry about pumping it up so many levels you have those pumps already at the levels yeah. and it's just lengthwise you're worrying about. Because yeah. imagine a pump on a bottom floor and you're pumping that 500 meters in the sky. It's not like it's one vertical pipe going up. It's going to oh. be like going along right. and then spiraling yeah. like, a, like but I an mean, That's S. what
1: they currently do with cities now. Buildings are 500 meters tall and they're pumping shit up that level. So the technology's there. It's easier, you're right. But in terms of would you rather the sewage pipe Ooh. on the top floor or on the very bottom floor underground. Generally speaking, all sewage pipes are underground though, right? Well, what what do you mean by so? When you
3: say you take a shit on the top floor of a building, that has to flow down to... Yeah, well, you've got
1: to get water up to where you take the shit, and then the poo has to go down 500 metres. We currently have that system available. Buildings yeah. are 500 meters. So, so, sewage in water is going up and down you're, you're
3: talking about a non-pressurized sewage pipe versus a pressurized sewage pipe. You um, don't want a pressurized sewage pipe up high. Yes, that, well, okay, that's yeah. what I was assuming uh, we yeah. talking about. F- yeah. Fair enough, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. So, it probably will work there in a very similar manner then yeah. to that. Um, yeah, I, I think in terms of reusing water, very promising um, in, in, yeah. in the fact it's done at like a local 170 kilometer long location. Okay, and you cool. have pretty much coastal locations where you can treat the water discharge and also reuse some for drinking. Yeah, and desalination
1: of plants in case you run out of treat water. Treat the up. solids and use yeah. that for
3: agriculture. That is yeah. amazing.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask a few different questions here, gentlemen. And I want a, a genuine opinion here. Um, what happens if more people want to move into the city than 9 million
3: well this is this was my assumption, like saying I'm not accounting for growth is because they've only yeah. allowed for nine million residents. So this is an massive issue is there's already thirty four million people in Saudi Arabia. How do you account for growth with this thing? Yeah. There's two more projects um with um Neon uh, Neom that Oxagon and Trajekna I think. It sounds too much like Vecna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, do they just build more of these things or they build different types of mm. them? Like, would they mm. expand them into the other Neon projects?
1: Yeah, what from, do you reckon, Pads?
2: Well, from what I can see, they're not uh, counting in the fact that people get horny in this line because obviously, like, it will start <laughs> with it will start with 9 million, but, you know, families will start, marriages yeah. will happen. You know, people, like, as you said, population growth, it will start with 9 million. If 9 p- million people move in, like... On, in one day within nine months like hypothetically if, all, if every single couple had a yeah. child or adopted or whatever exactly, exactly you're going right. to have some like areas well, you're, you're you're have extra, you'll have an extra you whatnot. would have an extra you know who knows 10 to yeah. 100,000 extra people
1: yeah so do you, do you continue building the line outwards like a longer line so like 170 is the start it I would suggest a T a T yeah, you make a yeah. cross or something but then like that in you, the middle. Then you have the problem of your transport system is yeah, no longer a straight line. You have to
3: recommission your transport system. You have to build yeah, they're building a
1: new transport system that can divert up, which is not easy once re- you've built one.
2: I reckon this is a secret ploy. It's a it's conspiracy theory.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: they yep. they they know it's going to be not a lot initial line. It will always be radial. It'll always be um, growing, so to speak, just like the population. However, it's like. A, a weird, almost uh it's a power move by them to be like, oh, let's try and get like a, a saying or a word to be seen from space. So, I'll cu- come out being like, start with a line, but realistically, it'll end with like, in spelling Saudi Arabia is the best or something that like that.
1: That would so. be the most <laughs> annoying train ride ever, like zipping around. <laughs> We've got to get the A. Ah, oh, shit. Are I, think, z- I think... forgot
3: the full stop. Yeah, yeah. I think a more, um, sorry, Patty, I think a more realistic assumption is to say that maybe if you do want to live in the line, um, it's done on a lease, for example. So you only get given, say, two or three years to live there, then you have to like mm. pretty much go live that, somewhere that, else I Saudi
2: Arabia. I wouldn't agree with that because that, that would be incredibly inefficient considering the fact that if someone moves their entire livelihood to a brand new city, you would expect to be there for a cup, like way more than two to three years. You want to mm. be there for at least five. And also, what if you start like within one year, you'll probably already have friends or more friends, more family and a livelihood there. So this is now your primary location. Yeah, but, yeah,
3: but we're solving the problem of growth. They've only built something that houses 9 million people. You either build this thing further, or you can't live there. Or, they, or they, for... or
2: they could follow the actual um the, the model that all the other cities are following nowadays. Don't build outwards, build up. So instead of five, it won't be five hundred meters. They'll do with a kilometer. I don't yeah. know.
1: And I mean, like every city in the world, no a single city in the world really has seen significant decreases in population. To say that a city in the future will just cap at nine and stay that's doesn't make sense yeah Yeah. so there's no way that's going to happen there's they have to continually expand they have to be able to take more than nine million i mean sydney in terms of like size, has grown maybe like 30 40 population's gone up like three four hundred percent
3: i think the most feasible solution here is they're just gonna keep doing more projects one of them will be the line um they might look at this octagonal project mm, ones
1: if you want to live in the line but then there's not enough space what happens? I, I I honestly say that is yeah. too bad. Like, that's, that's just. But oh. I mean, like Sydney's right now going through that, and you see the price of property skyrocket. The apartment, the the prices of renting has gone up potentially twenty, thirty percent in a month. How the hell do they justify that in a city where nine million's capped? I I want to I want to. I had three friends move places because their rent went up 100 Look, we, we a don't, week.
3: Look, we don't know much about this. Maybe that whole 9 million thing is saying we're starting with 9 million people, yeah. but we do have the infrastructure to build more lots.
1: Yeah. Maybe that is going to be... They're, if they're little mm, modular areas of like uh, 100, 200 meters a time. Bang, Maybe, bang. but I don't
2: think this is actually answering the, the important question. So I'm gonna I'm going to deviate from the topic that we're talking about. What happens if there's a fire that breaks out? You put out the fire. No. <laughs> Obviously you do. However, to in like today, we're we're in we're in the suburbs right now. All the houses are not uh, further apart. So if one house is starts a fire, the other house will be safe. Like yeah. theoretically, and then a fire fire, fire 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 the fire brigade will come. The fire brigade will come. Get it out, Patty, Go. They'll put it out. Whatever. Same goes if there's an ambulance. Same goes if there's a crime. If there's a crime, you call the police. There's no cars in this area. How the fuck are they going to get to like, my apartment if someone breaks
3: in?
1: Well, the same reason if you have a fire on level 30 of a building. You just put out that yeah, fire. Yeah,
3: so, so, sorry. Devil's yeah. Advocate, Patty, why would there be a fire? I know right. it's obvious, but
2: would yeah. there be a fire, I don't know. Someone's having a, cu- a couple of too many sheeshies. A Someone goes
1: up to a uh, fly, he cooks it on hot oil and put water. In, I don't know. Boom, someone... fire so if a restaurant goes on fire, what do you do? You so- put the someone, fire at the Someone flings right?
2: their bong to the ground and somehow, oh my god, the chimney's now gone up. There's a fire. Yeah. I think well, you I think...
1: and I have very different ideas of how fires start. <laughs>
3: the the point the point I'm trying to get the at the electrical
2: is... sockets damaged. Yeah, I don't like, know. there go. There's a yeah, there's okay. a
1: responsible answer.
2: Oh, you don't I have a heart attack. I don't know. He's me... got a very
3: he's got a very good point. Like if an electrical fire was to happen at that place that'd probably be like the most dangerous one if everything's sort of i guess interconnected it
1: could but again even though we say like oh, we're getting rid of concrete we're not buildings no, these days are not. completely covered in glass and full of concrete this is no different you're going to have a massive concrete 500 meter tall structure going 170 kilometers wide it's and if you have a fire the same happens if there's a fire in certain buildings there's things built into it to alleviate the fire control on that service so you just run up there's a fire hose ready to go. You just grab it from the wall, run over to the fire and put it out. You isolate certain areas. But what, what if, you know, like my,
2: uh, as you said, like 9 million people will be moving in. What if, you know, what if like a massive family moves in? The the grandpa, he has, he's having a heart attack. Oh my God. They're saying it's five minutes to get to everything. Like schools, service. hospitals, whatever. How the hell are they going to get the someone that is unconscious, are they just literally going to carry them for five minutes, or will there be golf carts around, or whatever, or will, like, they'll, they'll, yeah, or will there like be AI. like, or will um, there be like ongoing paramedics that will have like a big yeah. golf cart going situation? I, I think imagine... there'd
3: be defibrillators like that. Um, yeah. the AI robots could bring to you. So if someone's having a heart attack, you just like dial the the nine one one or 000 service and say, "What's the issue? Having a heart attack, bring your defib right now."
1: Yeah, I imagine what they would have is have different teams allocated, like your first responder teams. All they do is they go in they identify the problem, they solve it. So if it's a heart attack, they go, oh, sweet, here's a trolley, here's a lift, go straight down to a certain floor. This is the emergency trains that we take to go straight to hospital. Boom, right across. I mean, what happens if you get a heart attack on level 20 of an apartment building? That's the same, the same answer in both situations. There's no cars in replacing the ambulance with the train. Mm. And if it's designed well enough, you can have like, you know what, every, all the trains stop for a sec, we've got an emergency Fly train So past. I think, well, I think a this would day. be better because like,
3: yeah. imagine if you're in an apartment right now, someone's having a heart attack, what do you do? You start mm. giving them CPR, you call the ambulance until the ambulance arrives. you keep giving them CPR and try and shock yeah. them. In this situation, you're, you're much better place because you have those resources much closer to you. So you have yeah. hospitals closer to you. So you're not traveling as far, you don't have traffic concerns. So I think That's it's a, a point, positive, yeah. if anything. I
2: would love to go there personally and test their claim when this is done being like everything is five minutes away what if like i rent an apartment there i would want to test because if what is the five minutes is it by walking is it by running is it by like a fast pace like what is the go exactly chloe she
3: agrees with me all right gentlemen one thing i wanted to touch on as well was the leisure in this place And entertainment facilities And whatnot. Now My first thought is It's 200 metres wide Has a proud Australian You can fit Two footy fields Behind each other That's actually true right? Actually, You're gonna need football fields <laughs> they, they Soccer were, fields You're gonna need movies You're gonna need theatres You're gonna need Golf courses What about driving ranges? You know what?
1: That actually sounds sick What about sick? the club? No imagine 200 metre club Okay no mm. Well, But again A lot of this will be open air Otherwise you're gonna Take it out Imagine but a imagine... driving range Sorry man I'm Sorry. getting really excited here Yeah 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 Imagine a soccer field where it's on the very bottom floor. You're 500 meters up. And so the stadium is 500 meters of apartments, which kind of like, they, they're not straight down. They kind of curve up and around. So at the very top, there's no gap. So you're looking down. You're looking through a glass floor at the soccer field. Like it's 2D. So you're you watching, watching an ants play soccer? But that's that would be amazing. That would be such a revolutionary way to have... A soccer stadium.
3: This reminds me of um again, you can play the nerd sound here when they're at the Harry Potter um Quidditch match, and there's like forty like forty like levels of yeah. people watching a Quidditch match. That's like, what I imagine. Yeah. Imagine
1: that, but it's all the way up five hundred meters of stadium looking down. <laughs> when it
2: rains, you'll be the first to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: but that actually sounds amazing and you're right the golf range would be sick you're hitting the off the glass, top of yeah. the things
3: so like you're hitting on the top of it and you're like hitting the balls into like the water or something I oh, feel like this is,
1: cool. is the, I feel like it's
2: like a scene of like every you know like supervillain of like it's, like it's like like the business supervillain like mm. oh, he wants to meet with you on his top floor driving range
3: you wouldn't yeah. want the job as an actor playing yeah. on oh, this like like no. line where you're going to record films yeah. no way next to the
1: glass exactly <laughs> this reminds <laughs> me of the, like a scene from like the book of boba fett which really was a mandalorian episode where it's like clear at the bottom it's very scummy he's walking around with like the the person he's just hunted and he goes up a lift and it's just like a rave cave at the roof and really like clearly rich people i'm like i'm like okay yeah that's the social divide that i'm seeing here naturally take place
2: well that's what everyone's saying that's what all the critics are saying about Mm. this when when they release the video that we play at the very start of this episode of like that's their promotional advertising being like Come join us at the line, like whatever it is so that, on that... That, that, that's my impersonation, but everyone's yeah. saying it's like dystopian, but the only other thing I've read about this going off topic is the fact that they're going to be using artificial yeah, intelligence
1: in some way, way touched on yet So yeah. can, we, start, can so, we touch on
3: that? Well, this is going to link into a, a podcast we want to talk about. Is, is it ethical to use artificial intelligence?
1: I think if it's generally benefiting society if you have Clear boundaries on it. It's fine. So, so when you
3: program the sorry, patty when you program the AI, you program it so it doesn't reach that level of sentience. Where you don't have unshackled AI. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Mm, Yeah.
2: So, so how were they going to be
1: using AI in this 170 kilometer facility? I would imagine it would be like, look, clearly people are trying to get from sector three to sector seven. We've got we haven't got enough trains to handle the volume people leaving. Send more trains here. So it automatically move trains or restrict some train access so it can move people fast to go oh crap we've actually got a backup of a piping slow down the amount of people going to the toilet for example or restrict some access to alleviate the system so it's a dynamic system of what is equilibrium are we out pull it back in is there something that's going wrong here is there a fire here sweet we've detected a heat rise of this much that's not normal send a fire team to investigate yeah. like this like little things that mm. usually requires human input it can be like Based off the data, what should be happening? Why is this happening like this? What if we do that to re effect I know, I know
3: in the first pass, they were going to use AI for, mainly for agriculture though, and like harvesting crops, mm. planting crops, and then delivering food to residents as well, which would be
1: pretty cool. Uber like, Eats
3: would be sick on the line, you know,
1: train, and just slides out like a hamburger meal. <laughs> that should be pretty cheap in theory <laughs> as well.
3: But like, yeah, like understanding when tomatoes are ready to harvest and what yeah. to put in, like and learning over time, how to better plant crops and um, mm. process food and stuff. Yeah. On this topic, boys, did, do you think there'll be a red light district in the line?
2: Oh, 100%. There has to be. <laughs> there
3: has to be. I saw one of the one of the lads got excited here. One of them was just like... Sector Bruh. red.
1: Uh, this is like, okay, yeah, probably. Let's be honest. Um, look, I'll, I'll, look, I'll wait, yeah, wait, bend wait. to the fact that this look, is probably talk- going to be a red light district. It is by yeah. far very popular thing. It's very touristy. Why wouldn't they? But hey. it's in Saudi Arabia. Directing the criminal laws will allow hmm. for a red light district? I yes. I they're
3: building this place in the wrong country. That's the thing but is... But Saudi Arabia are the yeah. only country that have the money to do it.
1: Actually, so not... Oh, well, they, they do have the money to do it, but I think there's another reason why they're building the line. And you know what? Before I jump into it, Patty, you can talk about your red light district fantasy there. What? Oh, I no. Right I, anyway. I, was, I, was <laughs> I was just going to
2: make the comment that I was like, oh, well, you know, every, there's so many different areas of entertainment that you want to kind of appeal to the broader spectrum of things. Is is
1: the Red Light District the broadest spectrum?
2: the broader spectrum right, get your words out mate yeah well technically yes you know there's t- there's many different ty- there's <laughs> great ma- for the kids as well <laughs> there's many there's many different types like of entertainment there's the mature entertainment there's the um the child entertainment It's What's- like it's so, there's so many different like, it's just like with movies how there's different ratings there's a G P G M M A R
1: we're talking about beyond R I don't think beyond R is the broad spectrum though
2: well I'm, not, I'm also not talking about Braze as a Pornhub as well but it's like it's oh, more the God. fact that there's so many different things nowadays but as you've mentioned, this isn't, this is an Amsterdam. This is like, I don't think the laws, <laughs> I don't think the, yeah. the laws won't back yeah. up. Um, What's their marketing? The, 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 What's the, the, this, <laughs> the laws won't back up James's dream of the red light district on the I don't line. Know if it's James's dream. <laughs> i feel be like,
1: Maddie, this is your dream. What's
3: the marketing campaign, want, you boys? What's the marketing re- campaign? I like Doing, I some, doing I like, some lines in the line at the red light <laughs> district. Oh my God.
2: No, it's <laughs> not the fact I want the red light district. I just want, like, you said 200 meters like, across. Imagine a two hundred meter club. That'd be awesome. Just like just just normal just a normal DJ, like dancing some drinks. That'll be fun, especially since it's open air. That'll be that'll be a vibe, especially in summer. Mm.
3: Yeah, 100%. Like I'm on board for yeah. this. Like part well, of it's outdoor, part of it's A couple of stripper poles. Well, the the thing is, is... right? It, it, it is your dream. <laughs> yeah, it is Paddy's dream.
2: Unfolded. It's, I, hey, come on. It's, it's all of our dreams. Come on, boys. Nope. Yes, it is. No, come it on. is
1: not. Just agree oh. with
3: him, Sean. Make, yes, you have to agree. Oh, he's going to
1: annoy me until the end of the day. Yes, but... I am. Okay, so one thing I really want to touch on before we wrap up the podcast is this kind of commentary... About why they're building the line, why the current um, prince wants to um, build this line. And that's because the line cuts directly through um, an area that was locally inhabited by uh, a few tribes, the Huaytate tribe. I do apologize for the pronunciation. They've already been displaced for them. They've already been moved on because the line cuts directly through their areas. Wait,
3: wait, wait. So, wait, so there's a tribe there right now They're uh-huh. being they have already been told and to and fuck off. An indigenous tribe? I, I didn't even know there was indigenous tribes in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Well, that's what? the
1: thing. So this area, because it's so remote, no one really lives there besides these tribes who've been there for... It's an ancestral home. The line cuts directly through them. Oh. People who have already commented against saying, hey, you've already pushed people off of a project that actually hasn't gone through design. This is like through the 2016 when it was first announced. People were getting moved on. The videos only came out this year in 2022. In between that time, people were being forced out. The United Nations is now being involved saying, hey, is this legal? Critics have already been arrested and silenced, and people have disappeared because they've said just from questioning it, just from saying. So we mm. could be arrested. So don't go to Saudi Arabia, lads. <laughs>
3: I think it's amazing though yeah. that like yeah, there's still indigenous tribes in the world, though. Like, there, oh, there's, there's, foraging and
1: there's plenty. All that sort of there's, but, yeah. but there's many. But places, how do you forage so? in a place like that, though? It's just barren land. But that's not. Uh, I mean, that's not. It's the not. No, question. I'm not saying it's yeah, not yeah, a problem. Yeah. I'm just interested to know.
3: Yeah, that's it's it's, that's definitely a question yeah. that we'll, we'll we need spawn another
1: one. But the, the fact that this city, the fact that it's a line, and it just happens to divide and force out an entire area of people from the, like, everything. And mm. also, why is the line built as a line completely west but not along the coast so you can access the water? Yeah. There's only one place of 170 kilometers that you can now access the beach. One spot. Yes. Whereas if you had it on the line, you could have it along 170 kilometers wide. Yeah. Another question, but I feel like there might be some reasons to build a city beyond the standard. Oh, we're trying hmm. to help the planet because no one wants to help the planet I think, unless there's money I involved. I think.
2: I think at the end of the day, all of these projects, inc- this one, even smaller ones, when it comes to you know just like the new, like uh, a, a new, a new apartment building going up. I feel hmm. like all those from big to small, they all come to the come to the question: who has the power? Like this, I feel like there's a, like there's some weird, there's powerful people landlords. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's some. Well, you laugh, but I feel like at the end of the day, you're the one that's saying there's like there's some deeper, deeper yeah. factors at work. 100 oh, percent. And, and I, and I, I and I agree with you. I think there's like there's definitely a weird, like psychological power move being in place with the way that it's mm. been, uh, architecture, uh, arch- architected or yeah. constructed yeah, or whatever. Sure. So I feel like, you know. We'll
3: see. We'll see no, I, I, Let's see what I, I happens. I still stick to my point that like the renewable energy side of it is probably 5 to 10% of the grand scheme. But they're just using <sighs> that to convince everyone yeah. it's a good plan. I, well, I am very strongly believing that's the I case. I think there's a
1: lot of criticism because it'd be like, this is a great business hub. Bring your businesses here. Bring your workers. You can live here. It's a perfect utopia. But then you've got the same criminal laws. You've yes. got someone else controlling from the top all, down. It's all, scary
2: for all, all it takes is one... Um weed act or something scary
1: to turn a utopia to a dystopia it really does and like I think population growth is the one for me mm-hmm. um, class divide is actually be quite clear
2: a great movie that this best represents is one with Tom Hiddleston came in in 2015 the movie's called High Rise oh, so, oh yes so, so it's notice. literally just people from a normal apartment building from like uh, level mm. 1 to level 30 or whatever and just every single person is like they, they want to be Beating the one above them, or yeah. the people above them,
3: just this, know they look down is, at the people below them. This is the issue, though. For a player like this, do you have to go staunch socialism?
1: No, like it, sorry, it's Saudi Arabia. You can't go staunch socialism. This is what I'm. But yeah. what I'm saying is, will it, these only? Will
3: these only work? If it's a socialist,
1: it's by design, not socialist. It's by design, a authoritarian. I, I agree with you. One developer, one designer. I have yeah. the best idea. This is the way it's going ahead. Well, it can't be socialist. So, so I, I
3: agree with that. That that it won't be. But does it have to be to work? I'm saying will no. it? Will it not work unless it's socialist? I know. I'm not saying it will be. No. But I don't think it would work I think unless it, it was. I
1: think it'll work very similar to the movie Elysium, which I think Paddy can talk about, where it's one utopia that only a certain number of people have access to, and you have to pay dearly to get there, or just die in the porse.
3: Which, but that doesn't. Yeah. My argue, I would argue that doesn't work though. There's a massive disconnect between what's morally. I wrong. would say
1: a part of Elysium. What made it so good was it's an exaggeration of what's currently happening today. The line just is another way to achieve mm. that. The line may or may not have been crossed already. I think, yeah, so I think it's crossing a few lines. Based,
3: based on that, lads, my final prediction is this won't work. It won't work. It'll just cause so much social disconnect. I, I,
2: I think this will be one of many projects mm. that
1: just goes uncompleted. I think there's a lot of things that need to be considered here. I would say they would build part of it. Not 170Ks. Not initially. No, not, I reckon not by 20. they'll
2: start with like 20Ks or 50Ks or something, and then they'll test that out. I reckon they'll hit 50 to 100 and stop. Mm. If that. Predictions? Prediction. Fair enough. All right. I feel like. Let's
3: draw the line there.
2: Thanks for listening. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other
0: projects. Have a good one.